Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. You know, we take a lot of pride in this program. We've been doing this now for over two decades, one of the oldest continuous run, running uh, radio shows in the country. We're excited about that. And I love the guests we have on. We've got one of the largest archives of interviews with New York Times best-selling authors, uh, several billionaires, uh, Fortune 500 CEOs. We, we do it all. But i got to tell you, some of my very favorite are people like my guests this segment who are nationally known as people that are addressing those who are aspiring to be among the greatest in their business and in their field and really coaching them in that effort. Any long-term listener of this program knows my passion about coaching. And, uh, and it's one of those fields you've got to do a lot of homework and you've got to be really careful because it's one of those fields where really anyone in their dog can say, hey, I'm a coach. And uh, then you find out in retrospect they're not. And yeah. we sought out and have looked for people that really have serious reputation in that space. And my guest this segment is one of those type of people. Uh, Danny Freed, welcome to the program. Kind of to start off with a panoramic overview of your coaching practice and then give us your website, uh, the best website, one website if you don't mind. The more websites <laughs> people get, the less likely to go to any is what we find in radio uh, or TV. One website, and uh, it kind of gives your your elevator speech, if you will. All right. Well, well, Kevin, thank you for having me today. And uh, my website is www.realworldbusinesscoach.com, and I am a business coach. I am have been a business coach for 17 years, just starting 17 years, and I believe in helping business owners, executives, and entrepreneurs. Uh, helping them succeed and be and reach their goals faster than they could ever do on their own. Now, the key to that is asking lots of questions, not telling. And unfortunately, you hit it right on the head that there's a lot of people out there that just call themselves a coach. But just like a heart surgeon or a CPA, if you're going to dedicate your business to ask somebody to help you with your business, you better have a pro. And that's what we try to be, and that's what I try to be. Yeah, I'm, like, really tough on coaches, to be honest with you, Dan, because, again, <laughs> anyone in their, their dog can do it. And so what happens is that a lot of people will retire, and they go, oh, my God, I'm bored. Oh, I'm going to become a coach. I know a lot. Well, usually they know a lot about a very specific field because they came from corporate America. Uh, but there's a, there's a dynamics of, of performance, of being successful right. regardless of your field. They don't often bring that, and, uh, and I'm speaking directly about business coaches. And unfortunately, to me, so many of them, uh, you know the old adage, those that can, do. Those that can't, teach. Well, that seems to apply right. to coaches as well. And, you know, right. They went out and tried right. to start a business. It crashed and burned. Oh, okay, so they didn't know what they're doing, so they're going to teach others how to do that too. And so um, it, it's very, I'm very tough on coaches as a result. I think it's actually something, that, and, and credentials are made by people who are selling essentially marketing services to become a coach. That's the vast majority yeah. of the credentialing out there. So beware, but be mindful that you need a coach. I'm telling you, the most successful people you know, be it in sports, business, whatever, they all have their own coach. That includes professional athletes that have to go to, you know, to uh, work right. uh, to do their, their game. Um, you know, uh, Michael Jordan had a personal coach. 
All of these guys had had personal coaches that they spent out of their own money because they wanted someone that uh, would speak truly objective to them and and to provide that insight that that no person can get to themselves. So do it, but do the work. Frankly, the fact you've done this for 17 years speaks volumes. The vast majority of people who uh, I hear are coaching have been in it within a couple of years, the vast majority. And usually what it is is a transitional job. They left whatever business they were doing, thought they could be a coach, but really right. it just became a segue because they really need to get, get a job and they can't afford coaching anymore. And so well, uh, you're right on. do your homework. Talk about what you've done that makes you poised to be successful. Well, you know, and, and you're right on. I, I could just sit here and listen to you talk all day because this is kind of my mantra. Uh, if, if you... If, the first thing you ought to ask if you're thinking about hiring a coach is ask them if they've ever owned a business. Um, I'm, I'm fortunate in that uh, prior to joining uh, my mentors with Brian Tracy and Zig Ziglar. And, uh, and before that, I, I started 15 businesses. I was an entrepreneur. And before that, I was a professional sales and sales trainer. And so I, I have the experience to, to take to the streets to say, look, I get where you're coming from because I've set where you've set. So that's a great question to ask a potential coaches. Have you ever owned a business? What do you understand about business? And then the other issue is that success doesn't come in an app. It does not come in an app. And uh, what it, where it does come from though is mastering the basics and I've worked I work with a graphic artist in New York City and I work with a right now a 20 billion dollar company and when I go in the first thing I say is we're going to look at the foundational elements of success and see how you're doing there and both Zig and, and Brian and some of the other great folks I've worked with said there's about 14 foundational elements everything from goal setting to clarity to time management and all these things and I will tell them we are going to go through all 14 and see where we're at because a lot of businesses make mistakes by looking for something going wrong, forming a committee, then trying to fix it rather than what's working and let's make it better. So that's really where my focus is. I spend a lot of time listening and understanding their needs from their point of view. And then we build from there. Yeah, I think that's so important. And it sounds like you take a truly holistic approach. You know, you'll get someone who, uh, again, came out of business. They loved what they did. They were extremely good at it. But it was time for the next chapter. Oh, I'll be a coach. And they'll hyper-focus because they know a lot about – because, you know, again, generally speaking, in my opinion, corporate types – the more, the more impressive the name of where they come from sometimes make them the least capable of being a coach to most business oh, owners yeah. because they oh, focus yeah. like a laser beam on the stuff they specialize in, which is such a small swath of the totality of a business, and not have the ability to either bring the tools or talk authoritatively about all the other things that are equally or in some cases more important. It sounds like you work really hard to take a holistic approach. Well, yeah, and, and you're right on again. Uh, again, I think one of the major major elements of this is ask your potential coach that you're interviewing about their entrepreneurial background because I see a lot of people just like you've described that come out of big corporate and, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you a good scenario, but I won't use the words that were used, but I was with a coach who walked in to a prospect, 
a big company. And he goes, well, the reason, you know, the guy says, so how are you going to help me? And the guy goes, well, my resume is 15 inches thick. And I was a VP at so-and-so for all these years. And the the prospects had him stop and said, I don't care. What are you going to do for me? Yep. (laughs) It was basically, so what? What are you going to do for me? I think the lost art in worldwide business, because I have clients all over the world, in worldwide business is the art of listening. And that's the first that's the first thing about a great coach is are they capable of understanding needs and then satisfying those needs? Because if they pull out a three-ring binder and says, I understand your needs, Kevin, so we're going to start on in the binder and work our way through it, they're going to kick you out. Yeah, they want yep. help me with my fires I've got right now and help me get better. My favorite client is work with somebody that's done well, but they're stuck on a hump and they don't know how to get past it. Yeah, it's usually it's usually taking care of those foundational things and they explode. I can tell you stories that just make you smile, you know, but you've got to understand those. And if you come in and go, well, let me tell you all the reasons you ought to hire me. It's not going to go anywhere. Yes, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And frankly, a lot of people want to be teachers. It goes back to what I said earlier, right? Those who can't do, those who can't teach. I don't really want yep. to hear your war stories. I'm in my own war. I need someone to help That's me come right. up with a game plan. And, yes, uh, you know, and I hate to say it, it sounds terribly cynical. And it's not really just indicative of coaches. It's indicative of consultants and a lot of people who are supposed to be helping people in businesses get to the next level. It's almost like they're consistent. They don't want you to become too successful uh, because at some point you stop meeting them. You know, I want someone who really uh, – <laughs> I'm serious. I've seen that. And, oh, I uh, have uh, That's the only reason I'm laughing. Yeah, I, I have too. Yes, we, don't, we don't want to give them too much help. And uh, let's get them improving enough where they'll, they'll continue to buy into this, almost like a drug dealer, right? And, uh, man, I'm, I'm telling you what you want, <laughs> what you want from a coach is a coach who is just so into making your situation giving you the tools and pointing in your right That's direction right. that at the end, you know, you, you are at that plateau or that level is a better word that you wanted. And you go, how in the world would I continue without this coach? Not I don't need him anymore uh, because, frankly, you continue to have challenges. But that's really how cynical I think a lot of the coaching and uh, consulting businesses are. Well, I, and, I, and I'll add something, too, too. I think one of the, uh, one of the things of a great coach – symbols of a great coach is how long they do keep their clients. Uh, you know, I got, got a great compliment from one last year who said, you know, we were talking about rates or anything. And he said, Dan, you're on the payroll, you know, don't worry about it, man. And that meant to me, I'm so valuable to them that I'm, I'm on the payroll and my average client is with me like five and a half years, you know, because yeah. I want them to be successful on all different levels, you know, and I'm not afraid of that. And again, if you're interviewing a coach, you know, ask about the longevity of their clients, ask what kind of curriculum they have, you know, because if they start throwing out a manual, you need to run because they're not going to help you. They're going to work you through the manual, but they're not going to help you with your immediate needs. And it just drives me nuts. It sounds like it drives me nuts too, but it drives me nuts because I see a lot of people put a lot of money that that means whether they make it or not uh, on the table for somebody who doesn't really know how to help them. 
and because they yes. decided to call themselves a coach, and it really upsets me, and I don't mind saying it. You know, a, a, another good question is how many logged hours do you have in working with clients? I have over 15,000 logged hours, you know, and that yeah. I think that says a lot of things, you know, how much ongoing education I require myself. That ought to be a question, you know, how I got certified, uh, the different, you know, anyway, you're right on, man. And yeah, I, and by I, way, I, I love to hear it. Yeah, there's a secret about that manual you keep referring to that is obviously different for every coach, right? The secret behind the manual is that it'll take at least six to nine months to go through it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and get the, get the client to buy in to, okay, at least on this deal I'll get six months, you know, consulting fee, nine months consulting fee. Uh, because many will say, okay, he said I really need to go through this first. I probably should wait to make a judgment before that. That is garbage. That is garbage. Yeah. You need to be able to quantify and qualify immediately the changes, especially as a business owner, because of the fact that not only is there a financial cost involved, but there's an opportunity cost involved. Because at time oh, yeah. of the coach that isn't making you any money or solving your financial issues is time that could have been spent making money or solving your yeah. financial issues. You're, 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 you're right on. And, and again, uh, I, I don't, I mean, I, and you're, what they hear is we have an, a, we have a contract, whether you like it or not, you got to pay me for the contract. Uh, yeah. I don't use contracts. I've never used contracts. I have an agreement and the agreement says that they can cancel anytime they want, but my goal is to keep them for five years. You know, uh, if they're unhappy, why would you want other than to take their money because you're going to end up hurting the business and you're going to get a lot of frustration. It's not going to be a win-win relationship, you know? And again, gosh, today you can, you can go online and take a course. Uh, yes. This is, this is all about once uh, in a lot of my clients, the first thing we say, I work with them weekly. The first thing I say is what's going on. Why do we need to talk about right now? Okay, yeah. now let's move on to where we're, you know, our, our goals and what we're working on right now. You know, but it's, yeah. it's, it's just that process. You know, you can, and I'll probably have people mad at me too, but, you know, you can train a monkey to go out and sell packages. You know, yes. but to be a problem solver, to go out and listen, to be a partner, to be a, a you know, to be with somebody. I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of executives – at higher levels, uh, I've been hired because they're literally lonely. They don't have anybody to talk to about business. Yes. And, yeah, and, and they, in they addition can't to that, they're, they nationally hire, not, not that they intentionally do, but they nationally hire yes men and women. They naturally do oh, that. Yeah. It's not that it's not you know, and and sometimes you know, I tell my staff all the time, you're of zero value to me when you agree with me. Challenge yeah. my views. Challenge what oh, I yeah. bring. You know, and sometimes I have to pry it out of them because objectivity is one of the most important aspects of success in business, which is exactly yeah. why we often see so little success from others in business. That's right. That's right. And, you know, so, uh, I, I tell people up front uh, when they're in an interview, I, I'll say, look, if you want to, yes, man, somebody's going to kiss your ear in, I'm not the guy. I can find you those guys if you want, but I'm not your guy. What I am going to do is is sit here and tell you the truth 
I'm going to listen to you. We're going to work hard. I'm going to be shoulder to shoulder. We're going to make better better uh, decisions than you're doing right now. We're going to have goals with metrics so we know when we're winning and when we're not and what works and doesn't work. But a lot of coaches, as you say, are scared to death of making those kind of per- commitments as a coach. But otherwise, I mean, go online and buy a course. So you'll, you'll be just as successful. You know, but if you really want a coach, a good business coach or a life coach, have somebody that will hold you accountable. Because I found two things. People want to be held accountable, and they want somebody that they can hold accountable. And that's, that's, Absolutely. The, key. that's the key today. Yeah, it's all about quantifiable and or qualifiable results. Yes, sir. If you're not getting that, you're not getting what you pay for. And so I think it's so important. Denny Creed, our guest today, fun conversation. Kind of went all over the place because, you know, I've learned to kind of beat up the whole industry because to me it's one of those uh, somewhat of a disaster because they're so needed, but most of them are not needed in my experience. I, I, I mean, it's just what I've seen, Danny. Uh, but I want to make sure you get a chance to wrap it up. You covered a lot. We covered a lot. Very fun session. I hope it was informative to the audience. I believe it was. But, but ended up uh, end up with us uh, with a few final takeaways. Well, look, if I can, if I can share this with your audience, I, I believe that success today in business comes from having the right people around you. Because you, as the book Think and Grow Rich always said, you know, you become what you think about most of the time. So if you're an entrepreneur, an executive, or a business owner, and you're, you hang with people that think about negativity and failure, that they have a, uh, a survival mentality, you're not going to be successful. But if you hang with people who have a positive possibility mentality and you work hard, yourself to have a possibility mentality you know in the three years of of covid a hundred percent of my clients had growth a hundred percent it's on my website you i can prove it you know and that was because i sat down with them every week and said where's your head at this week you know so much of success is based on what you believe if you think well the you know covid is still here and the government's going to fall and you know all the other things it it will. It's thinking about yeah. what is what you can control versus what if. So yeah. I I would say, look, if you just keep your mind in a possibility mode, you're going to be more successful than ninety percent of every other one of your competitors. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, always tempered with reality, right? Uh, there's a great uh, uh, psychiatrist, uh, Abraham Lowe, not much quoted yes. today, but they see he was actually the uh, founder of modern cognitive behavioral therapy, and he developed that uh, around 40 years before that term was even uh, created. And uh, he, he used to say that if you plan on frustrations in life, you will not be disappointed. And people oh, nowadays in our hyper-positive culture, oh, that's just negative thinking. No, that's reality thinking. The problem is with, with always good, everything's always positive, you don't have any resilience when reality hits. And so it has to yeah. be tempered with that. And so I, I'm with you on that. I think be positive, but be, be rooted in reality. Great takeaway. And your website one more time, Danny. It's www.realworldbusinesscoach.com. 
Very good information. Very good segment. Really enjoyed it. Thanks so much for your time. Kevin, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate that. I am Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. Stay tuned for more after this.